Top of the morning this Tuesday, here's a summary of the main headlines from around the world overnight. The US Coast Guard is searching for a submarine that went missing during an expedition to the wreckage of the Titanic. The submersible, owned by Oceangate Expeditions, holds up to five people who pay some $250,000 each to see the wreckage of the Titanic, sitting in two parts at the bottom of the ocean, nearly 13,000 feet below the surface, southeast of Newfoundland in easternmost Canada. The eight-day expedition begins with a 400 nautical mile journey to the wreck site, after which five people, including a pilot, a content expert and three paying passengers, board the 23,000-pound submersible named Titan and descend to the bottom of the ocean. The high-stakes trip to Beijing by US Secretary of State Antony Blinken has ended with Blinken unexpectedly meeting Chinese President Xi Jinping. During the 35-minute meeting, Xi told Blinken the world needed a generally stable China-US relationship, adding whether the two countries can find the quote right way to get along bears on the future and destiny of humanity. Blinken agreed bilateral ties between the superpowers needed to be stabilised and said the US was keen on, quote, de-risking and diversifying economic engagement with China, but had no illusions as to the challenges of the relationship. Blinken's the highest-level American official to visit China since US President Joe Biden assumed office, as well as the first US Secretary of State to make the trip in nearly five years. His meeting with Xi was not notified beforehand, despite many meetings with other high-ranking officials. Several business leaders have embarked on visits to China in recent months, including Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon and Apple CEO Tim Cook. President Xi held talks with Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates last week. Staying in China and in the country's first major online shopping festival post the height of the COVID pandemic, billions have been spent, but sales were still soft and consumer confidence remained weak, said analysts. The 618 shopping festival, featuring heavily discounted goods, ran on China's major shopping platforms from the end of May until June 18, in the hopes of shoring up sales amid a weaker-than-expected recovery in consumption. Sales were soft, although luxury goods bucked the trend by ticking upwards. And Goldman Sachs has become the latest Wall Street bank to downgrade its growth forecast for China, cutting its full-year gross domestic product forecast for 2023 from 6% to 5.4% for the country and noting further turbulence ahead for its economy. Soft economic data, pressure on the property market and depressed consumer sentiment lie behind the forecast. The revision from Goldman Sachs follows the likes of UBS, Bank of America and JP Morgan, who have all downgraded their China full-year GDP estimates. To the UK, where a sharp move in borrowing costs has come ahead of crucial inflation data due Wednesday UK time and is unwelcome news for the country's government. The country's average two-year fixed-rate home loan has jumped about 6%, edging closer to the 14-year highs reached at the end of 2022. The UK housing market is being slammed by the cost of borrowing, economic uncertainty and high inflation, prompting some of its biggest lenders, including HSBC Holdings, to temporarily pull products from the market earlier this month. Traders are fully pricing a quarter-point hike by the Bank of England this week. To AI News and French President Emmanuel Macron has told CNBC that the country is positioning itself as an artificial intelligence hub for Europe. 
The President and other ministers attended France's annual technology conference, VivaTech, involving everyone from startups to established technology firms, along with companies from industries as diverse as cosmetics and banking. The visit engendered big promises of investment from the government. But France will have competition from Germany and the UK, both of which also want to create a pre-eminent AI hub. UK PM Rishi Sunak made the pitch to that effect in the past week, saying the country was seeking to build the next Silicon Valley. US companies currently dominate the conversation around AI, with names such as Microsoft, which invested in OpenAI, and chipmaker NVIDIA most prominent. France hopes to lead global regulation of AI and foster several large companies that can vie with the Americans to lead the market. Warren Buffett's vehicle, Berkshire Hathaway, has raised its stake in five of Japan's trading houses to an average of over 8.5%, after Buffett travelled to the country in April. The conglomerates, including Mitsubishi and Sumitomo, do everything from gas trading to salmon farming. And they announced a surge in profits last year on the back of high commodity prices and a weak yen. The billionaire investor's endorsement, combined with other positive economic data, have helped propel Japanese stocks to a 33-year high. And Berkshire plans to further increase its Japanese investments to up to 9.9% of each of the five Japanese firms, it said in a statement. Finally today, and Indian carrier Indigo has ordered 500 Airbus A320 aircraft, the largest single purchase agreement by any airline in commercial aviation history. The $55 billion US dollar deal was announced on the first day of the Paris Air Show. Indigo now has an order book of 1,330 aircraft with Airbus. Some analysts believe India is on track to replace China as the aerospace industry's next growth frontier, with further runway for growth. Under 5% of the country's 1.4 billion people are estimated to have ever taken a flight, and air traffic in India has been growing hugely as disposable incomes rise. That's it for today. Have a great Tuesday.